Hi, I'm Wyatt. And I'm Grace. And you're listening to Our Dad and your host of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Sean Moore. This is going to be a short episode. We're going to be able to cover this topic really, really quickly, but I think it's one of the most important and overlooked topics of importance when you're trying to operate in the top of the short-term rental game, and that is understanding your numbers and underwriting. I think it's fairly universally agreed upon that when you buy an investment property, you need to understand the underwriting. It's interesting how few people actually do understand the numbers, but really what I wanna talk about today is not necessarily understanding your numbers on the underwriting side when you're purchasing a property, it's that I see so, so, so many property owners ignore underwriting after they own a property. And they say, hey, listen, they think that that's just for the acquisition phase. They think that that's just when you're buying a property. You need to run the numbers in the market. You need to run revenue projections. You need to understand average nightly rate, occupancy, all those different things. And then they say, Afterwards, they buy the property and they're operational and they're like, I don't need those data tools anymore. I don't need to, I don't really need to understand underwriting, Sean. I already own a property. I believe that is one of the biggest mistakes and a very, very common mistake between property owners out there and an opportunity for those of you that do own properties to stand above, uh, above the crowd, right? To operate above the crowd, right? When we're in the short term rental game, our job is to, or at least our goal, is to operate in that top 10% of the market so that we can get our unfair share of business, our unfair share of revenue, because all the money's made at the top of the market. Well, it's very, very difficult to operate at the top of the market if you don't even understand where the top is or what you're shooting for or what you should be tracking and how you're performing. You have to be able to underwrite your property and your property's performance on a regular basis. Every single one of my properties, I underwrite the market and I underwrite my property every single month. That way I can spot trends in the market. I can see whether the market's going up or going down, how much money's being spent, what the average nightly rates are doing, what that range looks like. And then when I find that nightly rate range that month in my market on occupancy and rates, I can see where I'm operating. Did I fall in the middle of the market? Did I fall short of the middle? Did I fall above the middle? Am I operating at the top of the market, which is my goal? If I'm not tracking that stuff and I'm not paying attention to that and I don't understand how to look at it, then it's very difficult. All I'm doing is shooting in the dark, right? It's very difficult to perform at the top of the market. I need to know whether some of the marketing that I'm doing is doing its job and helping me get my unfair share of business or if I'm falling flat. Sometimes we think we understand the markets better than we do. Uh, It's also common in the shifting markets to hear property managers, other, you know, other, you know, when you read a headline on the news or you hear somebody talking about something, other property owners talking about performance going down. It's really common right now that you're hearing a lot of chatter about, oh, demand's going away. It's important to know that a lot of people repeat that they know that the market's going down or that something's happening in the market. Then all of a sudden they think that that's the case, right? That's not there that they heard that and they repeat it. And I, I, I pull it up and I say, guys, your, your market is going up. Your demand is going up almost across the board. When you look at the numbers, more money is being spent in short term rentals than ever before. More money is being spent probably in the market you operate in. Yet you might feel like that there was a shift that happened because everybody's fair share has gone down because there's more saturation. But that's another thing that underwriting shows you is how many properties are coming onto the market? How many new properties are coming on? What does your competition look like? And then how many properties are leaving the market and seeing being able to track that inventory level? 
level. That's the supply, right? And you got to be able to track supply and demand every single month. And then you got to track your performance based on supply and demand every single month. Otherwise, you can't make great decisions on marketing. You can't decide, okay, like I, I talked to a property owner just as a like real world example. They called me and said, Sean, I'm in Broken Bow, Oklahoma. Our performance is way, way down. We're just way underperforming. What can we do to get better? And I say, okay, well, how are we performing? Like when you say it's way down because it's a brand new property, they didn't have based on their their past performance. And they said, well, based on what we thought we were going to do. Okay, where'd you base that on? They said, well, when we underwrote it, okay. what is the market showing that you should be doing right now? Let's look at the market. And I asked them that question. Well, we haven't looked at that yet. We only looked at that when we underwrote it. I said, okay, that's fine. Let's go look at it now though. Ultimately, they th thought they were way underperforming. It was the slow time of the year. So if they would have underwrote correctly, they know that it's a seasonal market. They were in the slow time of the year, almost 15% above the average for that month in occupancy. Their nightly rate was right on par with the average in the market, which they had about an average property. And they thought they were way underperforming. They were actually performing better occupancy, right on par with the average in the market for their average nightly rate. And I said, well, you're not performing as bad as you want. There's some room to go up. There's some things that we could do, but your assessment of the market was way, way off. And it's because they don't look at the, they, they were like, well, we didn't think we needed to look at that every single month. We didn't think we needed to underwrite. Well, you should because you want to know what your targets are. First of all, like if I if I'm going to operate in the top ten percent of the market, I need to know what that looks like. I need to know what that means. What is the reality of the ten top ten percent of the market look like? That's where the money's made. But if I don't know what that is, it's really hard for me to shoot there. And then I'm just guessing. I want to make this point really really clear that I get most of us agree that we need to underwrite in the acquisition phase. That is not where your underwriting and running the number stops. When you're in any sort of business, you have to keep tabs on what's going on in the market. How much money is being spent? Where are they spending it? What is the consumer like? What do they not like? How? What are the properties that are performing well? Successfully excused. What are they doing different than I'm doing? And vice versa. What are the properties that are not performing well? What are they doing? Am I mirroring any of the things that those underperformers are doing? Looking at the market, looking at the numbers on a regular basis is going to put you in a much better position as an investor to one, make really good decisions. But two, when you track something, typically you get results in that area, right? Where, where attention goes, action goes. And when you take that action and you're able to raise the bar by understanding the numbers and you operate toward that bar, if that bar is moving up or down, that's, I mean, that's what we're trying to pay attention to. If I ask you as a property owner, how are you performing? And then you give me an answer based on something outside of where the market's at, based on what our past performance was, based on something other than just an opinion, then you probably need to look in the mirror and say, hey, Maybe I need to understand the numbers a little bit better. Maybe me telling you that I don't need to understand the, the underwriting at a high level after I own the property might be a mistake. And I challenge you, if you are a property owner, understanding the numbers, underwriting on a monthly basis, looking at the occupancy, looking at nightly rates, looking at how much money is being spent in your market. Is it going up? Is it going down? How are you performing based on the market? All of those different things that you should look at every single month. If you're not doing that, then I challenge you, you're probably leaving a lot of money on the table because if you start doing that there's like I said, you start to pay attention to that. You're going to have take actions that will help you raise the bar in those areas. And ultimately your performance is going to increase because you're paying attention to it. And if you're not paying attention to it, it's not important, 
right? And so we, when it, we just say, okay, we're just riding the wave. If you're okay riding the wave, you probably don't need to underwrite every single month. Just ride the wave, but just know that's all you're doing is riding the wave. You can make a lot of adjustments. You can make a lot of money, even in a market that's dropping. When you know the market's dropping, you can see where the opportunities are. You can see even in a dropping market, there's money being spent in it. We don't have a market that's dropping right now, but a lot of people think it is because the wave has changed. The wave is different than it was three years ago. Pay attention to the underwriting. Pay attention to the numbers on a regular basis. It's really frustrating for me when I hear when somebody talks to me, you know, you, I, I run a, a big mentorship and coaching program and I talk to people all the time. And we talk about the acquisition phase and, re, and the acquisition phase is being able to underwrite the right markets to invest in, underwrite the right properties that can that are investable for you, right? That are going to give you the returns you're looking for. And then we go that setup and management phase, creating this unique experience for a target audience and being able to say, okay, I'm willing to spend X because I understand the numbers of what, it, what the difference is between operating in the middle of the market and the top of the market. So in, in that phase, you're still looking at the numbers, making decisions on how you're going to furnish it. What are you going to spend? How high end are you going to go? All those different things, because you know that the lift you're going to get, and it's not a guess. It's not a, oh, I'm going to get a 10% lift or a 15% lift. It's different in every single market. Some markets, you might get a 50% lift by jumping a price tier. Other markets, you might get a 3% lift. If you don't know that, you can't make good decisions when you're furnishing and setting up a property. And then ultimately that marketing section, how much money am I going to spend to get in front of the right people? What kind of business am I am I anticipating and at what rates am I anticipating it at based on the market during that time of the year? People will say, well, I only need to know the marketing side, Sean. Well, if you want to know the marketing side, you need to know the underwriting side too, because it all goes hand in hand. And so understand it's this three-legged stool of understanding your numbers putting out the right property with the great unique experience and then being able to articulate that experience to the masses. Underlying all of that are the numbers and it's the underwriting and understanding the numbers and what the market's doing. And so again, I told you it's gonna be kind of a short, sweet to the point episode, but I wanted to bring, to have a conversation and bring light to the fact that a lot of property owners are putting themselves at a disadvantage in a way that they don't even really understand they're at a disadvantage just by, under, by because there's other investors out there that are paying attention to the numbers every single month and they are they do know what's going on in the market and they make really good strategic decisions along the way to put themselves in a better position to get their unfair share of business and if you're not the latter where you are paying attention to that stuff it's pretty easy to do just understand that, that stuff's important you should be underwriting every single month right it's not that hard to underwrite a market and a property every single month and so if you have a property it could be one of the quickest and easiest ways for you to raise its performance just by understanding what that where that bar is set where you're at right now where you want to go and by paying attention to it making better decisions along the way and so guys that's going to be a wrap for today i appreciate you joining me as always i know your time's valuable and so we're going to keep it short today but i I hope that I get that point across that don't ignore the numbers after you own a property. And it's a really common thing to do. And if you want to set yourself ahead of the pack and a really easy thing to do, because I know because we talked to hundreds and actually now we've coached over three, almost 3000 people now across the country in this game. So it's not like we have a little small cross section of data. We know we, we talk to a lot of people that we're coaching 3000 means we've talked to tens of thousands of people in this game. And I understand that there's very few people that pay attention to the numbers on a monthly basis after they own the properties. And so you want to set yourself apart from the crowd, 
just start doing it. Start doing that today and wait and see what your performance does and, and look and see how that, how that affects it just by paying attention to it every single month. Thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. At the end of every episode, I ask you two questions or two favors, not questions, favors. Uh, the first one is if you got any value out of this, share the show. Those things help us grow it and uh, spread the message. If you know somebody else is in the short term rental game that would get value out of these episodes, we'd love you to share it with them and, and get them as part of our world and talking about short term rentals, all things short term rentals. And then if you have more than 30 seconds, like, subscribe, leave us a review on the platform that you're listening or watching on. Those things really do help us and we really do appreciate it. And that final thing that I always ask you as a favor is to go pick that one thing you can do today. Start building that life. You don't want to take a vacation from. Cheers, my friends. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. Share this with other people you think need to hear about it. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Hey Grace, is there a website? Yes! For more amazing content and expert advice, visit bodicey.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.